Welcome to Beyond the Walls with Pastor Israel Rodriguez, and I'm Tim Flaherty, the Christian talk radio show that goes beyond the surface level to explore the deeper truths of faith. Join us as we journey together into the heart of God's love and discover the power of faith to transform our lives. Morning, Buenos Dias, Treasure Valley. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Walls. This Saturday morning for you all there. I'm here with Team Flirty, and this is Israel Rodriguez from the Deer Flat Church. Another day, final episode. Yes, with our Toys for Tots heroes, as I like to call them. <laughs> you guys get a ribbon for being, uh, you, get, you guys get any sort of like mission accomplished. I mean, any purple cross or something nothing <laughs> anything no no it's just nothing out of the kindness of our hearts we just sleep better at night i love it you know at the end of the last episode we were talking about why toys for tots is important and i i've been thinking about this and you know for me toys for tots you know in my whole life it's sort of you know as you get older and you sort of think about the massive amount of of stuff of of wealth of accumulation that we have as a country for us as a country to be able to bless children that are living with less i think really comes down to being one of the more important things that we can say you know as americans we're going to always look out for the least of these and that really does resonate well with me and i and i look at at our government sometimes a little jaded, right? I look at our government sometimes and think, you know, gosh, are we really doing the best we can? And then I see something and I hear something about Toys for Tots and and learn it's actually a mission of the Marine Corps Reserves to do this. And I think, well, the government got one thing right, you know, right. And, and and they do a lot of things right. I'm not, I don't mean to talk ill of it, but I'm saying, I'm saying it is a proud moment, I think, as an American, and I and I think a lot of Americans that donate to the cause, and this takes us back to 1947 with Major Hendricks, correct, and his friendship with Walt Disney, and he has this idea for Toys for Tots, and well, his wife has this idea for Toys for Tots, maybe, and he is talking to Walt Disney, and a few days goes by, or maybe a day goes by, and Disney calls him back up and says, "I've, I've got something for you. I want to show you." And he brings him over a logo that he's designed. And it's the little train with his Toys for Tots on it. Right. And that's been the logo of Toys for Tots ever since 1947, since Walt Disney himself drew that mm -hmm. by his own hand. And so if you've ever watched a Disney movie out there or a fan or been to a park or on a cruise, maybe, you know, the roots of one of the most generous programs for children living in poverty in our country was, I, I would say, symbolized in that little red train by one of the famous, most famous cartoonists, you know, to ever exist, Walt Disney. And since 1947, after this design of this logo, 652 million toys distributed to 291 million children. Yeah. Wow. And plus one, maybe here in Boise <laughs> last, last, last season, you know. <laughs> 
Well, we did have uh, quite a year, and I know that you don't have all the totals, uh, exact figures yet, because you have to have your meeting with your after-action report and count everything up. But could you know, give us a sense? We know it was thousands and thousands, but give us a sense of the scope of number of children benefiting, number of toys donated. Give round figures. It's fine if it's not exact. So, <clears throat> number of toys donated. We round figure i would say over eighty-two thousand toys amazing counted we, i we remember in the in the warehouse and and of course we do have to give a shout out to with, with the name of the furniture store that donated that space uh, that is the outlet home furnishings the out- uh, partnered by uh, scandinavian designs yeah and that's on broadway in in the broadway shopping center there it kind of near just below federal way right uh, across from the dutch brothers on broadway which was so famous to us in those early morning, <laughs> early mornings. But uh, you had, you know, 12,000 square feet or so, 80,000 toys. And we had this run, we had this piece of cardboard that we had <laughs> duct taped uh, <laughs> to, the it, wall. to the wall. And again, anybody who knows me knows I'm a little, you know, I'm a little fancy. I don't know about duct tape and, and <laughs> cardboard on a wall being, you know, I would have gotten a whiteboard. Maybe we would have rolled it in. Maybe we would have had it attached to the wall. I don't know. But I walk in one day and these guys are like, we got our toy count up there. And they've taped this bent, broken piece of cardboard to to the door. And it's maybe what, like three feet long, two feet wide. And they just started writing with a magic marker, you know, 20,000 toys, 22,000 toys, 22,200 toys. And for the next three weeks, just kept adding and adding and adding as people from around the community would bring truckload after carload after carload. And just every time I would say to myself, how many, how many kids do we have left? And Montero, you would say, we have 4,562 <laughs> kids left. And I'm looking out at these triwalls, which if you don't know what a triwall is, it's a, it's a four foot by four foot ish, about four foot high cardboard box that's on a pallet, on a plastic pallet. And they'd get, we would fill these things with toys and then, of course, volunteers would come through. They would get a child's name and their age and their gender, and they would uh, fill a bag of toys for those for that kid, and then it would get delivered to their parents to wrap and put under the Christmas tree. So it, we, would, we would fill these triwalls with toys from donations, and then we would fill bags with toys for the kids, give the bags out to the parents, and then the triwalls would be empty. And the number of kids we had to reach seemed to get getting bigger and bigger and bigger and the toys kept going but every single time that we were almost out of toys a minor miracle would happen and another community organization would show up with a trailer load of toys or a truckload of toys or one time there was a some club that was like an off-road club that brought all their jeeps and it was like 40 jeeps filled like Jeep Wrangler Jeeps filled with toys and they'd done some fundraiser and it filled all the triwalls up. And I said, well, I'm never, I'm not going to worry about this anymore. Was there ever a time during the campaign this year that you were just amazed by the generosity of a community group that just like set you aside, just blew you away that like you, you weren't sure how you were going to get it done. And then all of a sudden this happened. Yes. So we had a lot of help uh, this season, but particular group that really stood out to me uh, or community was actually uh, the Mormon community. They helped out a lot. And uh, 
all we had to do was just ask for help and they sent out the SOS on behalf of Toys for Tots and we got a great turnout uh, right after that. So Yeah, I remember that that was uh, one of the humanitarians in the Boise State. Right. And and sh- and she was volunteering and we had thousands of kids left to do and we had no volunteers left on the schedule and we had 2 days left to get it done and you said we need, we don't know how we're going to do this. And I, and then you said something like, I guess we'll just stay up for 48 hours straight and we'll just do them all ourselves. And I, I turned and I said, well, could you tell some people? And of course she did. She, she went out in, on, the, on the internet, on Facebook and on Instagram and I don't know where else she'd put it. But, and she somehow recruited a couple hundred willing volunteers to make sure that the job got done. And that, to me, is always incredible to see the generosity of spirit around the Christmas time. So, Jackman, what about you? Was there anything that you, you were, I mean, there were a few cold nights there out in front of a Walmart filling <laughs> a truck. But yeah. Was, there, yeah. was yeah. there anything that really just blew you away? Uh, honestly, the, the generosity of the Treasure Valley just in general, I know that's like a broad overlook, right? But the amount of people that donated, uh, whether it was toys or money, uh, just here in the Treasure Valley, it, it that blew my mind. Seeing the amount of toys and money that got donated to Toys for Tots from the Treasure Valley, you know, it wasn't from like anywhere else. You know, it was really cool to be able to see all of that. That the community cared enough, over enough about these kids that didn't have toys to donate all this stuff. Uh, to me, that meant. That meant a lot. That showed me a lot about the community itself. You know, they didn't have to do that, but they did, you know. So, yeah. One of the things that amazes me is that when we're talking about giving season is that it doesn't only stop with December, you know, and with the holidays in December, but Toy for Tots is actively involved during the year. Yes. With partner organizations such as Astegos and many others that come together for the end of the school year. So just in May, in June, and just do... Unplug and play. Plug and play, unplug and play, and just visit all these kids in the school. And this is a great connection, you know, with the kids, with the teachers, with the community, with the parents. And uh, it's like Christmas in July. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of those things, you know, that's how we met Toys for Tots. For, you know, for seven years, we were running this organization. We had no idea Toys for Tots. I always, my whole life, thought Toys for Tots was its own thing, that they did their own. And come to find out, no, in fact... They partner with churches, they partner with schools, they partner with social service organizations, the state, the, you know, the, the nonprofits, homeless shelters, you name it. You guys want, if you're, if you are an organization out there serving children that are, you know, below the poverty line, that are struggling, that are in need, that might have needs that go unmet, you guys at Toys for Tots, you want to know and you want to, you want to meet and partner with those people. Right. And uh, we met last May, you, not you, Jackman, not you, Jackman, Hugh Jackman, (laughs) Jackman, I don't even know, Jackman was working on a Humvee or something, but (laughs) somehow Staff Sergeant Paula, who's not here with us today, and Staff Sergeant Montero came out to Reed Elementary with our, our wonderful county sheriff and the mayor, Joe Steer, out there, and you helped hand out toys to kiddos in that school that's a title one school every not every kid but most of the children there are receiving free and reduced lunch it's a very very poor school 
in a rural community, even though Kuhn has been growing, it's still, I think, considered rural out there with a lot of farm worker families and a lot of families that are, you know, below the poverty line. It, you know, do you guys, uh, that's, that's different from your holiday, your holiday program. That's some, that's like a national program where you give out books and things like that. Is that something that you guys will do again this year? Do you think, or? Yeah, definitely. You know, Toys for Tots is a October, November, December type of thing, but we are always willing to help uh, year round uh, if we can. So I, I remember you reached out to, I believe, Staff Sergeant Paula about attending uh, last year's Unplug and Play, and he then brought it up to me, and we went out there. Yeah. And you st- and, and one thing, I, it's so funny to me, I didn't know this, right, at the time. It was great to have you guys come out. Because, you know, I met the president of Toys for Tots, who is like a general. Right. Right. He's like a, he's a very serious, high up guy. He's the guy. He's, Yeah. He's no, like his wife is. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. His wife. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And he told me, he said, well, just call the number. They'll help you, you know? And so I did. And here come these two Marines in their dress blues and never met them before, but, and they just kind of took it away from there. And I, I'm always be grateful for that because, you know, that day there were some children that were trying on your guys's hats and they were asking questions about the service and they were curious about what makes America, America. And I think you two were from a completely different perspective than a recruiter, right? You're not recruiting a 12 year old in elementary school, right? but you were just talking to them about, you know, the honor of serving your country. And I think that sometimes we get lost in that, um, you know, daily life and we forget to think, you know, there, there is something beyond ourselves. And I think that, that that's one of those things that I got to witness and it made me think, I want to help these guys. And so when the, the fall campaign came around, I was really interested in getting in there and, and I had no idea. It, was, it, was, it blew me away. And if you're out there and thinking next year you want to get involved, you know, we want you. And you can Google Toys for Tots Boise and there's a website and you can go on there and you can email your information and they'll contact you when the time is right in the fall to get you involved. And with that, we'll be right back. The Estegos.org Community Warehouse is a powerful tool for churches, nonprofits, and schools to get the items they need at a fraction of the cost. Most items are available up to 90% off retail prices. Membership to Estegos.org Community Warehouse is free and takes just a few minutes to sign up online at Estegos.org. To learn more about how your church, nonprofit, or school can start saving money, go to Estegos.org. Hey, this is Pastor Dave Magira from Deer Flat Church. If you're looking for a welcoming community where you can explore your faith or you want to deepen your relationship with God, come check us out in Caldwell, Idaho. Our Sunday worship services are at 9 a.m. and 1045, and you're going to love the setting. We sit out in the middle of farm ground. Our members at the church offer such guidance and friendship and support as you journey on your spiritual path. Find us online at deerflat.org or stop by for a visit today. Hey, this is the church the perfect church for imperfect people. And we're back here on Beyond the Walls. I'm Israel Rodriguez. I'm here with Team Flaherty and our guest uh, from the Marine Corps, Adam y Ricardo. Thank you so much for being here on, on this last episode. And uh, we're talking about the great mission that Toy for T- Thoughts is all about. And sometimes it's not just about people coming to the warehouse and signing up and getting a toy, but a lot of times it's packing the truck 
and going into the communities that are far away you know, mm-hmm. from this transportation issues for people to come to the warehouse in Boise. So you guys organize, put this together, and with uh, partners, people, volunteers, churches, come together and go into marching labor camps. Authorities where uh, the migrant workers and families leave or go to Chula Vista in Wilder, mm-hmm. you know, like, can anything good come out of Wilder, Tim? Yeah, I, well, you know? I think one thing for sure that came out of this was um, – you know, we for the last seven years, we've been, again, not knowing Toys for Tots was open to partners. And if you're listening to this and you happen to have a church or you are a congregant in a church, make sure you reach out to your pastor, your missions pastor. Make sure that they get connected with Toys for Tots. Toys for Tots is always looking for people to help them connect with children. Um, some 10 plus million children a year receive generosity from Toys for Tots. Uh, and this year... The Toys for Tots was kind enough to to work with us. We went out to the labor camps. And and for those of you who listen to the show, you know we do a lot of work out in the labor camps uh, here in the Treasure Valley. And these are very humble communities, poor communities. They are on the the edges of these rural towns. And the the living conditions are, you know, they're they're not terrific. But they have children living there and we work uh in a lot of ways a lot of different ways to meet some of those needs with school supplies or clothing or whatever and and every christmas we try to bring a little christmas cheer a few toys and this year we were talking to the staff sergeant about this program and he says well i want to i want to i want to come i want to see this i want to participate with this and so we load up the trailer packed it full of four thousand toys Actually, it was 3,727 toys, we counted. And we went out and uh, delivered the toys. And thankfully, the staff sergeant speaks Spanish, and he was able to help us communicate quite a bit with that. The Toys for Tots going beyond the warehouse, the Toys for Tots warehouse, the Toys for Tots going out and you know, serving the community beyond people coming to them. Was that something you had anticipated? Um, no, not really. Um, I didn't really think we would still, you know, be getting toys on Christmas Eve or even now I got a text message yesterday and somebody was like, Hey, I have a bunch of toys uh, that didn't make it for whatever reason. Uh, where can I take them? And that's when we reach out to, uh, nonprofits like Estegos to, we, cause you guys do, uh, donations year round. Yeah. Unfortunately, we are like a, a Christmas, you know, organization and, you know, the rest of the year, we're trying to just find partners um, to give these toys to because we still get toys all the time. One thing that really amazed me was how just at ease you were talking to these families. And, and, and you know, because you think of a Marine as very rigid, right? Or like in Jackman's case, somebody who should be under the hood of a Humvee somewhere, <laughs> just cranking on some bolt, right? But uh, you're out there and it's Five below zero with the wind chill it felt like that day yeah and you're talking and you're you're interacting and you're helping these people get organized and get in line and you know the parents know you know kind of getting a sense of what they wanted and the age of their kids which i thought was just like an incredible blessing for us because before that we really had just had the pastor and his wife um, who spoke Spanish and me, who I would be like, uno momento. <laughs> 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 I would turn around and be like, get over here, Israel. 
this person's talking to me. I don't understand. You know, and it's actually been better that this last year I kind of picked up a few more words. But on the 24th, we had sort of a final last beacon of hope for anybody they could just get in line and get presents, no questions asked, through um, Pastor Oki Chang's Living Word Church in Meridian. And I said to you, I said, would you come? And you dressed up in your, your dress uniform, and you came and you were able to help give out presents there as well. Was that kind of the that was that kind of the that it for the whole campaign? I mean, I guess you said you had a few people stragglers dropping off donations, but was there anything else that you did after that, or was that it? You went home and put, I took think, the suit off and hung it up, and that was it. Yeah, I think that was it for uh, for the season. Yeah. But I, I would have been willing to do it on Christmas Day uh, if the opportunity was there, because uh, I I really enjoyed doing that kind of stuff. So. I think it was I think it was incredible and I I really have to say thank you I appreciate it and I know that the community if they could they would be saying thank you too because it somebody has to carry that torch right and it the responsibility changes year to year based on uh you know you you could get deployed boom tomorrow right they could say hey we need a mechanic and Jackman's boom he's out of here right, and right. we need somebody to administer administration and boom, you're out of here. But next year, there'll be another Marine whose job it is to do it. And that's the way it's going to go on. Yeah, there's always that. There's always going to be somebody that's going to be there. Um, we don't always have the luxury to have the continuity because like you said, we can just leave at a moment's notice. But regardless of who leaves, there's always going to be somebody there to execute that Toys for Tots mission. With that, we'll be right back. Estegos is powered by the faithful donations from people like you. Their mission is to help everyone in the Treasure Valley through their community warehouse, housing programs, and the Boise Food Bank. They believe all human beings should be respected and loved. Each person is special and deserves to live their life to the fullest. If you want to donate to Estegos, go to their website, estegos.org, and click on the yellow Donate button at the top of the page. That's A-S-T-E-G-O-S dot org, and click on the Donate button. Looking for a place to worship and connect in the Caldwell area? Come and join us at Deer Flat Church. We offer two Sunday morning services at 9 a.m. and 1045 a.m., providing flexibility to fit your schedule. Our services are filled with uplifting music, inspiring messages, and a warm, welcoming atmosphere. We believe that everyone is welcome, no matter where you are in your faith journey. Come see for yourself and experience the joy and fellowship of our community. Visit DeerFlat.org to learn more about our services and events. We look forward to seeing you there. And we're back in the last segment of this episode of Beyond the Wall. Thank you to the audience who are listening there. Thank you for your faithfulness. And thank you to the audience and thank you to our sergeants, Sergeant Jackman and Sergeant Montero, for being here with us in the program. And is there anybody that on your list that you can think of that you would like to thank? Yeah, somebody, somebody who really, like, I, I know you guys have thousands of supporters, and we wish we had all the time in the world with it, but is there maybe, like, two or three that you just, that stand out, like, local guys, local hometown guys that really stepped up? Yeah, uh, there's one for sure, uh, just because I dealt with them in person, I'll be dealing with them again. Alan Marsh, they let us borrow their box truck. Alan, Alan Marsh is a furniture store? No, it's a, yeah, it? they do, like, RVs, RVs. and, oh, like yeah. boats and stuff like that, you right, know, yeah. um, okay. but they let us borrow a box truck for, for the campaign. The truck was amazing. The people that were there were amazing as well. Terrific. Yeah. 
And, uh, and of course, we got to thank our hometown heroes down there at Albertsons. And of course, the news channels, two, six, and seven, they, they were major players in spreading the word. Toyota. Yeah. Toyota. Toyota. I, I want to give a, a very special shout out to another business that really helped us, uh, astegos.org. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, that, I didn't pay him to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But you really did. Thank you. And it, it, that's what it's really about. I think uh, the whole community comes together. Everybody does a little bit they can, and we reach as many as we can, one person at a time. That's sort of our, our goal. One other person I wanted to say another just big thank you to from, I know you guys constantly are saying that what a blessing it was, but the warehouse, uh, tell me the name of the store again. Uh, Scandinavian Designs. Scandinavian Designs Outlet Furnishings on Broadway lent 12,000 square feet yeah. to the campaign for three months, yep. two and a half months. Mm-hmm. And that if you, if you do commercial real estate or at all, you know what a big, big, big deal that was. And there's a Marine there as well, right? Who, yeah. Mm-hmm. The manager. He, he does the, uh, the public relations. Mm-hmm. His name is Mark. 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 Yeah, yeah, he was a good guy. Really good yeah. guy. Yeah. So, Pastor, we got about one minute left. Do you want to say a little something for the Marine Corps? Say a prayer. And uh, if you're out there, listen along with us. Almighty Father, whose command is all over us and whose love never fails, make us aware of your presence and obedient to your will. I want to lift up before you the Marine Corps and all the different members that are part of this. Just bless them, protect them. Give them the gift of God that passes all understanding, the gift of eternal life through Jesus Christ. For by grace we are saved through faith. And this is not ourself, but it's the gift of God. Not of works so nobody can boast. So we give you thanks for that gift, for that gift, for the reason for all this season that move us to do things in your name. We give you thanks, we give you praise, and we give you all the honor. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 And thanks to the Marine Corps. Gracias. We'll see you next week. <laughs>